This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Wealth by Erica, the podcast. This is Erica Polsonelli, your host, and we're here to talk about all things spiritual, high vibrational, this road to ascension, 5D and beyond. So come on in. Thanks, guys, for being here again for another episode with me and my soulmate, Twin Flame. (laughs) Part two with Vinny P. It's funny because this is really funny. You may have caught it in our first episode, but like every time I refer to him, it's like awkward because he like gets weird when I call him Vinny because his friends call him Vinny. And like sometimes I'll call him Vincent, but it's like Bud or Babe or... Yeah, she doesn't really call. Like him he Vinny. gets like if I call or him Vinny, Vincent. he'll be like, "Why are you calling me that?" So I like. If she calls me how... Vincent, I know I definitely no. messed up. <laughs> yes. No, I like don't have anything to call him because it's just like my bud, my babe, my lover. Um, so we hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. We talked a lot about addiction, the crazy lives that we used to lead. And now we're going to talk more about welcoming in the light into our lives. Um, So around 2017, right before we got married, um, May, I decided to go plant-based and I cut all meat and dairy out of my diet. And um, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do this like right before my wedding, be really clear and just like feel really good. But also this driving force within me was like being in ultimate health because I always had health anxiety, as you guys know. So um, I was kind of at like this crossroad of like, let me be really healthy. I was having panic attacks. I was like pre-hypertension going to the doctor. I was. I mean, I just think it was more of like, she, a spiritual awakening. Yeah. Duh. Okay. You can put the words <laughs> in my mouth. Sure. I was going to go with like, she was literally freaking out every single day about something else. Like, oh my God, I feel this pain in my back. Do you think I'm going to have okay, a seizure? Okay. Don't like, don't put any negativity out there though and say something. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I'm like, no, you probably just have a pain in your back. You know, it was like yeah. stuff like that. But and every day was something new to the point. I was I, yelling. Yeah. Like I recognized how ridiculous it was because I had to say it out loud to him. Like I started to sound, like I started to recognize how crazy it was. And then he would be like, Erica, you really need help. Like you just need to go get help. And then I went plant-based, I found Kundalini and then shit started happening, crazy stuff. So, and it was all right before our wedding. I always say like, Vinny doesn't know the woman that I was gonna be married versus like who he proposed to me as because I'm a whole different person now. Yeah, it's my higher self, Teja Sita. Yeah, Teja Sita. Teja Sita. At our wedding, it was like, I don't think it was like full. No, you weren't Kundalini deep at. No. Kundalini off the deep end at our. (laughs) (laughs) At our wedding. No, but I just started. I started practicing. Yeah. um, I think. Yeah, she was starting to get a little woo woo, you know, like, like, my parents, her parents were like, oh, what church are you getting married at? And we were like, <laughs> we're not getting married at a church. Yeah, that was a rough conversation. And they were like, why not? And Erica's like, the spirits are going to marry us. Or like, whatever, you know, like, whatever we We, we actually said. had my soul cycle instructor marry us, Amanda Cam. She is she amazing. She absolutely crushed the ceremony. It might sound weird. She's it was amazing. Incredible. Everyone yeah. at the wedding was like, 
she did great. Yeah. But I wanted to get married outside because that's where I feel most connected and most divine. So we had to, you know, everyone was a little upset about that, but I just needed that to happen. I needed an outdoor ceremony and that's what we did. And it was beautiful. You got it done. We got it, it was done. was so nice. It was really nice. Yeah. But back to like that first. Kundo. Yeah. I mean. Kundo life. The cliffhanger. Yeah. On part the, one. Yeah. Tell us. So that ending of part one, episode one, um, comes full circle because um, her good friend Tori. You'll meet Tori, her. She'll be on the podcast for sure. Um, I remember Tori. I'm not sure if it was on a phone call or it was in person, but I remember Tori saying, do not start doing <laughs> kundalini yoga. I'm not, this is, those were her exact words. Yeah. I, she's like, I've, I've learned about this thing called kundalini yoga and Erica Whatever you do, do not start doing it because you will be hooked Yeah, and you'll be gone. Like she just knew, but she wasn't saying it in a bad way. She was just like, oh God, the day you meet Kundalini. Like she probably saw that in my life path. And I was like, she a what? A Kundalini? Yeah, a Kundalini? <laughs> like the, the, the most um, meditation, meditative or like... Spiritual. You know, spiritual thing that we did was like hot yoga. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, like that was, yeah, like Bikram yoga. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, we are yogis at this yeah. point, you know? And we'd fall off. We'd go on like a bender yeah. and then just fall off. But then, I mean, I'm just going to roll with go, the first thing. I want to hear that I, I saw it with my own eyeballs. Yeah, what did you um, see? What was happening? She had spoken to Tori and Tori said, don't do it. And Erica said, watch me. <laughs> I think I was at hockey in our in our old apartment in Long Beach, and I came in to the door. I swung it open. We had this bell on on the door, and I just remember it ringing. Oh my god! And like I kicked open the door. Details. Yeah, yeah, I kicked open the door. Yeah. And my wife is sitting on a pillow in the middle of our floor, uh-huh. with candles all around her. Okay. Her laptop open, and it was playing some wild music that sounded like a rain dance okay the lights were like off and i was like oh my god my wife's having a seance in the middle of the living room (laughs) i was like what are you doing and she didn't answer me and i was like oh well here we go yeah you knew i i don't not that i knew i just knew something was off off yeah on offer on you know you could say what it was call it like it is i saw you surrounded by candles yeah in the middle of a dark room yeah getting high I, yeah i guess getting high that was yeah. the first time i ever started doing. and then i remember her talking to tori that and tori being like oh there she goes off yeah. the deep end and like yeah from that day forward she incorporated incorporated kundalini into her practice she started collecting crystals every single day and just doing some high vibe stuff yeah um and yeah from that moment on it was it was uh, my life was changed yes it was so was mine i remember being in bed because i would practice from bed i would do like these three to five minute challenges each morning and one day like this mantra came on and like i remember being like oh god Vinny's gonna hear this from the bathroom and be like what is going on in my bedroom right now and that's exactly Probably. what happened you came out of the shower you're like what are you listening to? And I'm like, I don't know. I shut it off. It feels weird, actually. I don't know the song. And something just kept telling me, like, 
keep going. Like my intuition just opened up so much soon as I started this practice because Kundalini is actually um, almost not an outer body experience, but it's um, an altered state. You're bringing yourself to an altered state and you know me, like I don't do anything that like alters me. I like being grounded in my body, but no matter how high I got, no matter how spaced out I became, something kept saying, just keep going, just keep going. You got to do this. You got to do this. And here we are. Like, I just knew it. And I still want you to practice. I mean, to all the naysayers out there, I've done Kundalini. I've, I've practiced with my wife. Yeah. But like, come on. Like how many times? No offense. I'm grateful okay, for what you've done, but I need more. Well, how many times <laughs> have you strapped skates on and came and played hockey with me? I know. I hate that comparison that you always do. You want to me? Why don't you like? Uh, I'll get you rollerblades if you do. grab a fishing rod. No, throw no, on no, some no, waders. No, Let's no. go fishing. Oh, okay, we're not gonna get into. That. Okay, well, but I'm just saying like that's my comparison that's how you because feel. yeah, that's fine. Like honestly, you come to my hockey games in, once in a while, like. I practice Kundalini with you once in a while. Once in a while. Once in a blue moon. It's just not my thing. I get it. Um, And I... How many things can I have? It's true. But I truly believe that Kundalini invites you into the practice. And I do respect if you don't feel called to it. I do. As much as I want you to share this with me so much, I respect that, like, maybe it's not for you. Maybe you're... Maybe you... You're a very evolved human being. You've taught me so much spiritually. And just because I needed this for my evolution and to be in the space I am doesn't mean that you need it. I I get it, but I know you're so passionate about it. I just love it. And you just want to share it with everyone because it's like so good. Yeah, it's so good. I get it. Um, I just, I'd rather go to the gym. I get it. You know what I mean? Like that my gym time is like your Kundalini time or, and it's crazy to see that just a, a passion of yours or, or a daily practice of yours has, has turned into a business. I know. Um, being able to I'm help so others involved. and share it with other people. And apparently people really enjoy it. I mean, yeah. just yeah. from the looks of it, we're the sitting DMs here I because get, I you guys. I love to him because I'm like, look, it's not just me. Other people needed this. I told you. It's really reassuring because sometimes I'm like, just, just, like? just yeah. so you know, her Spotify playlist. No, um, my hours. Your, her Spotify hours. I think she's in like the top 1% of the universe yeah. because she literally plays mantra. Sleep loops. All night long. Yeah, while you so, sleep. A high vibrational sleep. Yeah. And, mean, and you're benefiting from that. So I'm benefiting from it, but I'm just saying like yeah. if you polled the United States of how many people play mantra while you sleep, yeah. not many. <laughs> We're on the way. So... Let me ask you, how was it, like, what was going through your mind as, like, I I started getting, like, you know, when I started doing this, we didn't know a lot of people. Like, it wasn't, like, post-COVID or COVID times where, like, a lot of people were turning to meditation and spirituality. Like, now so many more people are open when I was doing it. Like, it was really not part of, like, our circle, really. Like, how did you feel? I know still to this day, you get like embarrassed of me when I like talk to your dad and tell him like all the <sighs> freaky things I do. <laughs> you put it that way. But like, just to backtrack there, yeah. like when you started this, you were a teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, this was just a passion. This was just like a was hobby. just like a little hobby. I mean, it was, that's mm-hmm. how it started. Yeah. It was a hobby. It was a passion. It was something you enjoyed talking about with your friends. Um, and... As you continue to do it, you would, you know, 
grab a friend here, grab a friend there, you know, show it to this person. And like slowly people are like, oh, I want to do that too. And then like the biggest thing that I think has attracted other people is A, the feeling of the blissful feeling you, you get from doing yoga, but also the manifesting. The manifesting of literally everything in our life yeah. <laughs> is people see that. Yeah. Like she has a journal like this thick. And every single thing you've written down in this journal has come true. Yeah. Actually, a client was over, a, a friend and a client a friend. was over. And he said, um, she he saw that she had a journal with her. And he was like, you know that everything you write in there is going to come true, right? And she I like laughed. And she was like, well, yeah, that's like the point. Like, no, and he's like, no, 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 really. That journal my wife has is that right there. Journal. Like, it's yeah, the same like, journal. My wife has the same one. It's literally everything you write is yeah. going to come true because that's what happens to her. And I was like, that's so cute. Pages yeah. and pages and books of stuff yeah. that she's written down that have all come true. Um, and when you write it down and you put it in, put it into existence. Yeah. It, it comes true. Yeah. Like, what was the first thing that... doesn't we, become a dream anymore. It becomes a goal. Right. What was the first thing that we manifested that you think like you, you know, like our home. because of our practice, right? My home. Isn't that wild? Our home. Yeah. That 100%. was a wild experience. Like we sure. were looking at homes for so long. And, and I, was, all I wanted to do was build a home. And Vinny was like, we don't have money to build a home. This is our first she's home. She's like, like writing what? down like... The, the color marble she wants yeah. in like the bathroom and, yep. and the, the kitchen, type the cabinet, of wood she wood. wants on the floor. I'm like, if we walk into some random house and, and it's all there and we're checking, but I mean, that's crazy. But, and what happened? And we one-upped it yeah. by finding a home where someone let us finish it the way we yeah. wanted to finish it yeah. and checked every box, every box. off. That was wild. Yeah. Was and after wild. that, I was like, Maybe this is real. We had the number one realtor in Long Beach. Tell us it was impossible. Tell her. Shout out to that. Yeah. We're not going to say her name. We forgot her name, actually. She's not on our vibration. Yeah. Um, That woman met us. And Erica said, well, I want this, 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 and this. And she said, honey, you ain't got a shot in hell. And that was the last time we spoke to her. I looked at Vinny. I was like... This realtor is not for us. She doesn't know. And I was like, well, she's not wrong. Like you're asking for like, uh, you know, a laundry list of things that you want in a home. She's like, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And Erica's like, "Uh uh-uh. Yep. And I only wanted to live on like six blocks on a specific side of the block. It was very specific. So she was like, you have no shot. And she literally said, we were like, this lady's not for us. She doesn't understand how we work because never settle for that. I always tell Vinny, like, no matter what, everything's figure outable. And like, you can find a way to get whatever the hell it is you want. Never settle. Don't ever take no for an answer. Like, that gives me more freaking motivation. When someone tells me no, I'm like, yeah, okay, watch me. Watch me work. <laughs> I think I do that often as well. Yeah. We like, both live by that. Totally. Like, oh, no, you can't. You can't have that. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yes, I can. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah. I'm a major manifester. I do Kundo every day. I'm like, Erica, really awesome. I, I got to, I, I need a few things. need a few things. Got to write them down in your journal. I need, yeah. to, I, I need a few things to be manifested. Please help me out. She's no, like, you don't ask me that. No, enough. I know. But I'm just saying like. I wish you did. No, but my family will call me and be like, we need this to happen. Like I'm a witch. <laughs> you got to write this down in your journal. We need this to happen. I'm like, great, I'll work on it. But you know, you could do this too, right? It's not just me. Like anyone can do this. And, and the DMs and the emails that you get are. You love those. Are 
literally proof of what you do and, and how you do it oh. and how you teach people because the DMs speak for themselves. It's absolutely incredible the way people talk about you and your business and everything you do. Yeah. It's life changing. So while we were getting married, after, first of all, getting married to you was a bit, like the best energy shift ever in my life because you're just like an amazing, like I think you're the best Love person you in the that. world. Love you know you. that. Like you're like the coolest <laughs> and you're just like really <sighs> oh, awesome. Like God, you're just you're like, blush. you're so cool and you're just like really so supportive and you're so present and that's something I was never able to be. So I admired like how present you just are in life and without that you would have never been able to allow me to take the risk I did by leaving my job and pursuing my dreams like you believe in kundalini you believe in me and you believe in the universe and you just live in the here and now and knew that like we'll take it day by day go after it do it um but like I don't know, like, how did you feel while this whole process was evolving? Like, I remember telling you I was going to Kundalini training on the couch downstairs. I'm like, don't worry, I'm not going to teach Kundalini. Like, no, I mean, I didn't even mind that you were going to do that because that was like, that'd be like me. I'm going to a hockey tournament. Yeah. You're like happy when I do those things. Yeah. Because like, because you want to do a lot of those things. (laughs) But also like for you to get out and go do those things, like you don't do those things often. Yeah. So we should Um, talk about this for a moment. I think. Like, I grew up going away for the weekends for hockey tournaments and weeks at a time or whatever it was. And, like, Erica's more of a homebody. Homebody introvert. Like, besides, like, vacation, like, she wouldn't go away with her friends to go, like, I don't know, a sporting event that they all did. You know, like a gymnastics meet or something. You know what I mean? No one's doing that, Vincent. You're the only adult who's traveling and playing hockey on the weekends, okay? okay? Well, this like is a child. <laughs> I love you, but no one's okay. going to gymnastic so, meets at 33 years old. Okay, fair. But I'm just saying you don't go away with your girls and just go like party for the weekend. That's yeah. just not that's just not what you no, do. No, I get homesick. I like being with yeah, you. That's... You feel like home to me and like my mom and I yeah. just like being at home. I get it. <laughs> I do. But, but you that's what I was gonna say. Like I'm very you went much to an introvert. Training. You went to Kundalini yeah. training. That was stepping out of the box. Oh, you definitely. Went, you went and it was like every day. Every, like, it was, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I believe, for, like, how many months? No, Saturday and Sunday for nine to ten months, once to twice a month. Okay. So, I mean, it was a big ask. It was, like, a definite big ask. A commitment. It was a big commitment. So, um, she did it. And when she she was wearing a turban. A lot. A lot, often. And, And like, like, dressing in all white. He was just like, what is this? Why are you wearing, like, a headpiece? Like, because it's not traditional, you know, American culture to walk around. And the things that they do in training, she would come home and tell me. I'm like, what? Like, what? You sat there for four hours chanting. Yeah. Or holding your arm up like this. Yeah. Yeah. For however long. Like, hours. Like, that was. I miss those That was a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and pretty interesting. Yeah. So that was your thing. That was the way, you know, you started out. I knew you were taking the next step, taking it a bit more serious. Um, and then I think when we moved into this home Mm -hmm. is when you started taking it a bit more serious. Yeah. That's when I decided to go get trained. Right. That's right. Right. So you started to get, 
you started to go get trained and get your certification. I think after we manifest our house, I was like, holy shit, this is like real. Yeah. This is like real stuff happening here. And I just like wanted to learn more. And that's why I went to go get trains. But then also after you got trained, you were like, okay, now that I have this home, I have space to, yeah. to, to allow people to come over and share this experience. So you would invite people over for classes not even i don't even remember at the beginning group classes yeah it was just like group classes like just to do some beginner stuff and like i would come home i would walk down there there's like 30 girls packed in a room i'm like the hell are all these people doing here yeah like and then you would video record us and make fun of us for chanting yeah yeah i would definitely do that so new to me it was just like foreign satanam satanam wahe guru wahe guru that's what we chanted for like 11 minutes straight and he was like oh my gosh what's going downstairs what's going on it's really interesting that you know there was 30 other people locally that wanted to do this with it as well yeah so you started doing that and then you were also studying for admin no that was years ago was it yeah okay so I always knew I wanted to do something like more. I didn't know what it was, right. but I always wanted to like She's an keep going, keep 100%. going, keep doing more. And I think that's your best quality. Your best quality is that you're the hardest worker in the room. Any room you go into, you are the hardest worker. You are the most determined and you get what you want at the end of the day because you make it happen for yourself. And I think that I really believe in. is your best quality. Thank you. I really believe in going after what you want because we just have like a short time here on earth and why the F not? Like, why not? But it's funny after like, I yeah, I work hard, but like, I feel like I leveled out in that way. Like, I feel like I'm not, it doesn't, I guess, cause it doesn't feel like work to me. Like, I don't know. I think, I think it's both. Like, it doesn't feel like work to me. So I don't feel like I work that hard now. Whereas like when I was teaching, I was going for admin, I was tutoring for hours. Like that was hard work. Now it's like, I do what I love and I take a lot of time for me now as well, because in order to do what I love, I need to give back to myself so I can really hold space for other people. Um, but I just remember the days, like, it's very easy to forget, like, the beginning days of, the, of, of this whole thing coming you coming home from work working all day with these kids and then having to work all night yeah. like until 9 10 p.m what was i doing i don't even remember i have such a bad memory what were you doing you yeah were was i giving holding meditations, meditations yeah. zooms yeah. um and trying to start a business yeah create i mean creating the llc creating the logo, creating the website, creating the, and you were doing both of these. I remember you being on your lunch break, eating in your car yeah. so you can open your laptop, throw the, the hotspot on and start answering emails from developers trying yeah. to help you build, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then closing it up, You're throwing so out your food right now. and going back into yeah. to work and then coming home and doing it all again. And like at the end of the night, being so exhausted, you're crying because you're like, I don't know if I, like, I can't do both. Yeah. It was such a hard time yeah. doing both, I, especially the last year. The last year was Oof. really tough. It was really rough. It was really rough. And that was beginning of pandemic. Yeah. That was. Yep. Yeah. How did you, 
feel like I, for years I was saying like, I'm not going to be a teacher forever. Like I was warning him, like, listen, I'm going to have my own business. I need to like express myself into the world through that. I, I'm such a passionate person. That's what I always said to like my parents. I'm such a passionate person. I have to wake up and be passionate about what I do every day because I have so much passion within me. Like I just need to have my own business or my own thing. How did you feel when it was like finally time to just go quit the job? Go into evolve full speed. I didn't have a doubt, a single doubt in my mind. I would tell you every day, like you're quit, you're gonna quit because I couldn't listen to you, bitch, <laughs> a whole nother year. Yeah, the last year was really rough because I I told you guys through the podcast like it was out of alignment to stay for as long as I did, and but not I, really. It had to happen. I know, that way. no, no, I know, but it felt like I just knew the end result, and I lost patience towards the end, and then I started acting in a way that like isn't me like i don't bitch about anything i don't complain about anything and when the time came like it was divine timing we did it and it's we got pushed back from everyone our family was freaking out like no yeah no one really supported us my father my mother we like kind of had to hide it <laughs> especially from my mother she said erica didn't quit right no she's no. at work yeah. she's busy all day she's like, your father who basically like yeah lived for my job he was so happy and like proud of my literally job. like groomed you to like do be able to do this you know yeah. like she yeah. like, he set you up on the right path to go do this um your mother my mom was pretty supportive your mother was she was nervous at first got, very yeah. nervous and but also supportive because she loves you to death but also like are you sure right. is your husband on board then if you guys are on board then you got to do what you, gotta get, do you gotta do what you gotta do and she was a big part of you making making the, the move that you did yeah. um and then having a sit down with my father and yeah. him being like you took care of that i i skipped out on that meeting yeah he was like she's what you know she has like <laughs> benefits right like who's Those gonna benefit who's gonna pay for it? i'm like yeah. dad she's got it just let's just watch this happen yeah and she literally did it we're doing it we're in the process. we're doing it but like day, she did you know, the first day. year it was a good first year and it's continuing. It was a good first year, but because it's passion, it's the true. Hardest you've ever worked. But it's also just like a knowing and truth and passion, and like I know what this could give to people, and I'm so excited of where it's going to go. We have big plans. People want to know like your role in Evolve. I would say my role was um, no, still is like what well, is your role to, to get it off the ground. Um, to get it off the ground, I would say that. I was doing a lot of the back end work. Um, I have like a, a background in art. I have a background in art too. So I would mm -hmm. say that all the LLC stuff, all the paperwork, um, you know, creating our our logo, our our brand we did together, but like the website, um, merch, mm -hmm. um, and just bring a lot of ideas to the table. And like all the things I don't have patience for, you always help me with. Correct. Like technical things or Correct. like, I'm really bad at like researching something and finding something with like a good review. Like if I need something, I want someone to just be like, this is the best one. And yes. he'll do all of that stuff for me. Right. He's really good at that. All the lighting equipment, all the video equipment, all that stuff. Erica's like, 
would like pull out a GoPro and think that yeah. this is how it was. Well, done. he's like the Virgo and he'll say like, this looks like crap, Erica, you have to do that again. And I'm just all yeah. about like doing things very organically and authentically. And I don't really care. Like right before this episode, he's like, can you please fix your hair? Like it doesn't look good. I'm like, life with a Virgo. Thank God I'm like really Do I need secure. to hire hair and makeup? Thank God I'm really secure in myself because life with a Virgo could be really tough sometimes. But I also wanted to ask you, um, oh, I just lost my thought. Well, so I was doing a lot of the back end work. You were kind of doing the front end work and answering all the emails yeah. and, and stuff. You helped um, with that. Yeah. Photography, yeah. pictures, like there's, yeah. you know. Rebranding, which is Rebranding, which is, yeah. <clears throat> you know, one of our friends from college, I called her up from the bullpen and she, she helped us out greatly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you're a big support. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. How do you She's think, the face. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. How none of this would be possible without you. You help so much and like you've helped me become you've helped me heal so much generational stuff that I've been holding on to because you're such like a pure spirit. Like you just like would never I don't know. You're just so pure and kind Love and like that. you would never say anything badly about someone. You're just so like pure i don't know how else to say it and that has guided my soul to just shed so much of what i've been holding um but how do you think this me practicing kundalini has changed our life and relationship i think it's um i think it has grounded you in what way um you were kind of all over the place <laughs> meaning you had a lot of worrying yeah. you did a lot of worrying about the future and like how to like live your day-to-day -day life without you know oh am i gonna is this gonna happen to me is it like trying to control everything yeah. and practicing kundalini has has helped you let go mm -hmm. of that control totally. and understand that that it's okay to let go of that because everything is going to be okay yeah and that's not easy for someone to do um especially someone that was in position like you were in um you were always worried about your health yeah like specifically about your health mm -hmm. like about anything but really yeah, my health yeah it was really about your health yeah. and you couldn't like just give up control of that yeah. and that was taking a strain on our relationship because you were crazy like the things that you were saying constantly. Oh, my elbow hurts. Do you think this literally, is happening? Literally. Oh, my eyes anything. twitching. It twitched and for every, seven minutes. Every Am night. Am I dying? It was like every day something. And I would like feel yeah. bad, but I was like starting to like yell. Because I'm like, you're fine. Yeah. Like, and if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. And you're like, what are you saying that for? That's the craziest thing I... But like at the same time, like that was the biggest trigger to say that to yeah, me. And now I could finally surrender it. Like, and now I finally think that way. But like, how are you like that? I don't know. You're very. I have no idea. You are the king of surrender. You never need to control anything. You just yeah, go with the effing flow. You really do. And that's why you're so good for me. But also like learning the hard way that tomorrow's never, uh, never given. Um, yeah. after the death of my mother, um, my best friend, 
you kind of realize that tomorrow's never promised. Yeah. And it's not nothing in life is guaranteed. So unless you do it today, when you go to sleep tonight, you're not guaranteed to wake up tomorrow. So when you say, oh, I'm just, I'll tell them tomorrow that I love them, or I'll call my dad tomorrow, or I'll call my mom tomorrow, like just do it today because you don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. You went through the hardest, hardest experience that anyone has to. And, you know, a lot of people experience loss, but it's, I would imagine the hardest thing losing your parent and I I find such peace in that you were always that way like you always treated your mother and everyone that you know and love like I said in the previous episode anytime you're with someone you give them your all and you're so present and you always knew that and I also think that that may have brought you some peace in this time, this really hard time too, knowing that like you were always so present and always so loving and always gave everything you're all to her and, yeah. every, and everyone you love. And you know, it is hard to talk about just because yeah. I find myself like wanting to cry about it all the time. Yeah. But um, I think that me being sober through this whole experience. Yeah. And unfortunately, besides the fact of me being sober, unfortunately, knowing a few close friends have that have lost their parents. Yeah. In similar fashions. Very close friends. Like my best friends. Um helped me see that it's possible. Yeah. It can be done. But I never once thought oh i should really go drink or i should really drug because that was that's i'm past that stage right now you know i don't know what's right now i'm strong enough to be able to 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 go through anything and that was a a huge test but um it didn't i didn't waver at all i didn't even think about you know using um but that whole situation i'm not sure if i ever really dealt with it the right way. I'm not sure if there is a right or a wrong way. I know. Um, maybe I just push it down in a way or maybe I've dealt with it. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, who, who is someone to tell me the way I'm supposed to deal with I death? Know. I know. Especially if so, like my mother. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if I've dealt with it the right way, but I don't think there is a right way. I think it's just the way I dealt with it. Um, and I know it's, it's really hit our family pretty hard yeah it's brought us closer mm-hmm. um out my sister my father all you of all of so us close. um we now have a dog yeah we, we had to adopt my uh my mother's best friend aka bam bam Polsonelli, yeah. um who now lives with us so you know good things have come from a sad situation but staying sober through that and having a support group like you my sister um, her fiance, my dad, yeah, Brett, you know, mm-hmm. Pat, Mark, all, all these so guys cool. looking out for, for me and my sobriety. It helps. I can't tell you how many people said to me after your mom passed, like, I'm so worried about Vinny and like bringing up your past and like that to me, like I assured everyone, I'm like, no, Vinny is in such a solid space that I knew the most earth shattering experience that you could have as a human being, losing your mom, who was your everything and still is. 
would wouldn't even question your sobriety because of all the work you've done and the place that you have come to and guys let me just tell you that is such a huge it's just so powerful because you heard in the previous episode like where he was and then thinking about where he is now and even something so tragic very 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 tragic could not even really um come in between him and his sobriety we've experienced these really beautiful signs from her and um it's just like a wink knowing that she's there yeah, I and agree. she's with us and i think i think also helping me get through the situation helping us is yeah. my family i have a really really close family totally. um, my dad has three brothers um and all my cousins were very very close very close and they're mostly girls actually but i do have two um male cousins that I could call right now and they would drop exactly what they were doing, fly from any part of the country to be with me right now if I needed it. So that helps me also because they were a huge support. Um, All my cousins were huge support. My aunts and uncles, it was, it was, uh, it's awesome knowing that um, I have family like that, you know, and just a crazy little thing is like one of your aunts, she'll just send me like a text message, like, just randomly Mm -hmm. just a heart or like yeah just thinking about you all the time like she my mother touched yeah people across the world i I really want to say across the world like it's hard to explain but like she was such a love yeah my mother would give you her give you anything off of like she would rip her earrings out and be like you need these you couldn't compliment her because you know you would like have what whatever it is you complimented like immediately if not sooner like oh my god your bag is beautiful she'd be like hold on yep empty it and give it to you yeah like it didn't matter it was like a very special person yeah so uh I think my mother plays a, a, a big role in, in who I am and how I've progressed over life. But yeah, yeah, I think that's where that's where we're at. Yeah. How do you feel when people like when when people have loss, it's like hard. Like you don't know what's right, what's wrong. Do you like when people reach out and they're checking in on you? Oh, when okay. Like when you get those little random when you get those little random text messages no, I love like that. thinking about you, thinking no, I think about that's great. your mom. Like it's okay when people bring it up yeah. to you. Okay, because sometimes like it's uncomfortable. Like people don't know what to do with loss. Th- it's a weird. I think thing. the uncomfortable thing is like when someone's like, "Oh, sorry to hear about your mother." Like, oof, that's brutal. Or like, yeah. Oh, she's such a good. Like, what are you supposed to say? I know. I Thanks. Sorry. Yes. No. Like. Yeah. It's like there's. It's like a weird situation. You're supposed to start a conversation about it. Right. How, I don't know. How do you think that, like, how did your sobriety get to the place it is today to be so strong in where you are? I think just like um, repetition of like connecting with the right people early in sobriety, doing the right things, going to meetings, yeah. meeting other like minded individuals that are on the same path, mm-hmm. have come from crazier places that you maybe have never even thought about. Yeah. Um, and, and gotten out of the darkest holes that you didn't even know existed. Connecting with those people, seeing that they are showing up every week to do mm-hmm. the work. Meaning like, well, then I sure as hell should show up and do the work if these yeah. guys are showing up to do the work. And talking to people that really support you. Right. Changing the people, places, and things that 
don't suit you or don't support you anymore. This the, lifestyle. The lifestyles, the people, the friends that were negatively impacting you yeah. while you were in that that um, using or in that uh, uh, life mm -hmm. and changing all those things and sticking to it. Yeah. I think that was the, the biggest. It gives you a firm, firm foundation. Yeah, I think it gives you a really a, a big head start because if you change the people, the people, places, and things, then then you have a leg up because you're not, you know, I changed my phone number. But also, like, changing your phone number is a huge thing because the drug dealers, the negative people, any of the people that were in your, you know, using life, your addict addiction life, um, you know, bartenders, uh, exes, um, you know, drug addict, friends, um, dealers. These are all people that can reach out to you. So right. when I changed my number again, six years ago, yeah. um, that was game changing was also. Like that was like, yeah, that was like shut it, like another step of me saying like, okay, I'm really serious about this. Right. Like, yeah. I'm changing my phone number so none of those people can ever reach out to me again. Yeah. And it also, like you said in the first episode, it just feels good to feel good. You almost get addicted to like waking up without a hangover and just, you know, living your life yeah. and doing, and that's what I wanted to go back to because a lot of people will think that I'm sober and that I don't drink alcohol at all because I love mocktails and I don't like to drink alcohol often. But I did want to share that I've learned, um, I've learned how to drink alcohol in a different frequency. So I used to drink alcohol to bring me to normal, like baseline where I wasn't anxious and to really to treat my anxiety. And now if I do ever drink, it's because I'm in a really good vibration and I feel that I'm actually, this is gonna get a little, like Vinny's gonna think it's a little too woo woo, but I think I get into the space of being able to transmute alcohol where I don't feel the negative effects from it. And I know there are some spiritual teachers that think like alcohol opens you up to darkness and I can relate to that, but um, I'm not sober. Right. I didn't do the work that Vinny necessarily did. I don't say that I'm sober because I know the struggle of addiction and going through recovery. I did not, I gratefully didn't have to do that. I had a spiritual awakening that took me from alcohol and the control it had over me. But um, I'm able to drink, like Vinny tries to encourage me to drink because he still associates drinking with a really good time. But when you start to live this high frequency lifestyle, like you literally don't need alcohol to have a good time. You're just elated on your own. So like if I drink, it's because I already feel really freaking good and it'll be like one drink. Like yeah. one, like there's- You have a glass of wine, maybe two glasses that, of wine. Once in a Once in a while. Once in a blue moon. But also she doesn't wake up with a hangover. Yeah. Because- Because I know what to do. Yeah. Like I'll hydrate that night. If I happen to have a glass of alcohol, I'll hydrate. Um, in the she morning, I'll she, do chlorophyll at night. She drinks a glass of wine once in a while, maybe two. She doesn't do drugs. You don't smoke weed. You're literally- yeah. Doing Kundalini it's, every day. It's like your a pure body is pure channel. Yeah. Clear. Yeah. And that's kind of what, you know, stepping into the role as a teacher, I made a promise to myself to be as clear as a channel as possible. Like when I eat well, that's not just for me, it's for the people that I hold space for. And when I 
go to my practice. I go deep, not just for me, but for the people that I hold space for, because I'll be able to access higher consciousness that way. So that's kind of where I'm at with alcohol, but I'm grateful to have a much healthier relationship. And I'm so grateful that life led us to where we are now. And the last thing I want to ask you, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, I want to ask you like your five-year plan and it better include one thing that I keep talking about. (laughs) Five-year plan. It's hard to say my five-year plan without thinking about her. Um, I'm I'm kidding. I know exactly. I mean, five-year plan is easy. Really? What is it? Um, I, I love my job, to be honest. Like, I enjoy what I do. Um, so I can see myself still working every single day, although that's not in your five-year plan. <laughs> I can see myself still working hard every single day because it's afforded me the life that I have today, mm-hmm. that we have. Um, I see myself with... Stable ground here in Long Beach because I love this place. Um, I also see myself having a place in in Florida that we can frequent. Okay. I like that. That I really... Somewhere warm, but what's there there at the Florida place? With a lot of land. Farm. I don't think you understand what goes into a farm. She thinks like, oh, we're going to have a farm. Oh, well, are you going to get on the lawnmower and ride it up and down and create perfect lines? It'll be like up the symbol down, life of Paris. And that's the- <laughs> exactly how I picture it. Like Paris Hilton and just me, the one. No, honey, I have to fly to Florida this weekend because I have to cut the lawn and feed the pigs and the goats and the horses. I, no, no, no. I don't want. I mean, we could have animals and just like love them. We're not going to eat them. Yeah, that's obviously. I'm okay, not going to slaughter animals. Okay, good. Oh, but you eat meat. So yeah, like I let other you, people do the dirty work. You let other people do the dirty work. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I I like that plan. Hold on. You, I didn't oh, even you're get to still finish. going. Yeah, I'm still scared going. what else you're going to say. Okay, so I, I would love to ha- have a place in Florida. Um, and then I, would all, I, I see myself having land that you'd be able to go down there, hold some retreats and Ooh. have people come down. Um, but I just don't see a farm, like farming. Okay, like, I that's don't a under- problem. And we have to re-construct no, your vision. Because <laughs> I don't want to, like, I don't think you understand. Like when you say you want a farm, that means that you want me to have a farm. Mm. You're going to be you a farmer, farm. And you I'm going to be farm. radiant, tejas, She wants to pull the beets <laughs> out of the ground. Like, yes, yes. oh man. And then like go to the, into the kitchen and cut. Yes. Who grows the beet that I'll grows in the, the ground? I'll the seeds. And who's going to water it and well, trim it we'll and fertilize out, we'll it? We'll figure out all those details. It's a lot of work. It is. I think you're going to eventually be able to teach people the gift that you have. That's an interesting thing because I know a lot of people do ask me like if I will train them to teach. And something like I've thought about, we'll see. Like we'll see. I, I mean, I, this is just you. Yeah, like everything that I do is very led by a higher power. And if that's what divine is guiding me towards, then that will absolutely happen. There's absolutely no rush. And that's so cool to be in that space of just like allowing it to flow. Um, but yeah, I definitely see us staying in Long Beach as well, but having a place that's warm where maybe like 
there. I mean, I would love a retreat center. I would love like a healing center. I yeah. love like the science behind Florida, healing. maybe California, or like, Malibu. Yeah, or maybe even like Hawaii. Or I know you keep saying it was too far for me. I can't. All get right, we'll figure that. it out. You never know. You never know what life has. I know how far Hawaii is. A little is. more like exotic. We'll see. I, but I definitely want my own farm with all my own fresh vegetables that no one's touched and no one's put any chemicals on that I could just grow and eat and juice and connect with them and talk to my sexy little vegetables every day and I also envision Vinny working for Evolve I mean (laughs) I don't know what you would do because like I play a lot of hockey you just have like a lot of um you're just really good with the details and I know you would like find a way to really help Evolve grow and then we could be more remote and work from anywhere so that's like my manifest for the next five years and just being like really healthy, really aligned with my soul, doing my soul's work and my soul's mission and a healthy family. hundred percent. I don't know. Wait, I, what about like a baby? Is there going to be a baby in the next five years? Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to even put it out there because like, I don't know. I know. We don't know yet. I don't know. I know you want to farm, but right, we'll you better have a farmer. We'll figure out the details. Better have a farmer in line. You're gonna be the farmer. <laughs> I think you have a gift. I think I think it really is special. Um, like I said, you're the hardest worker in the room, and I truly mean that. And I think a lot of other people would agree. I think a lot of other people would agree. Um, you quit a very very good stable job, uh, an amazing job that anybody would die for. You took the chance, quit and started your own business and that's like the american dream yeah and for the people out there dying to do the same Mm -hmm. it's possible yeah it's possible you just need to start small write everything down have a plan yeah um and just get to work on it work two jobs work three jobs yeah you're going to have to suffer on you know the fun things in your life not really suffer though you have to give up something to get something mean, great. Like, I know what you mean, but I never felt like I suffered. I always felt like I was just, yeah. I you were able, you okay. It was a little bit of a struggle, but it's a struggle. Yeah. Instead of going to yo- driving to the city to go to your favorite dance class or yoga class or workout class, you were doing yoga in the house for thirty minutes so you can get back to work. Yeah. And after working all day, you were waking up at four a.m. Yeah. Here we go. You were waking up at four a.m. I wake up at. 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. You were waking up at 4 a.m. To have my full Kriya in. To do an entire out. Kundalini yoga meditation. Yeah. Followed by your tea, your drinking, whatever ritual you do in the morning. Then working out yeah. then for to work. 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Showering. Getting dressed for work. And then going to work all day. To then... Work on your lunch break, on your other mm-hmm. business. Then come home to work on your other business. Like that's what it takes to really succeed in in turning a passion into a business. Yeah, and like I'm not a business mogul, but like that's what it takes. You have to you have to grind. You really do have to grind and and suffer and just a little that bit. Fire, no suffering. Just like trading i guess like choose okay you, you know, can use the word you know trading. what it is it's like seeing 
long-term instead of immediate gratification. Right. And that's exactly. something that like... There's no immediate gratification. Exactly. Unless the like small wins little, that you count. But it's like, just, yeah, it's just little by little, just going after what feels good to you, following that fire inside yourself and It's like a giant puzzle, you know there. what I mean? Yeah. And just take action steps. That's all you got to do. And we talked about that in like two episodes ago, following your dharma, taking action 100%. steps. So... Any last words that you want to share? Any words of inspiration of anyone in recovery or just life? I would any just words say um, you have like a lot of wisdom within you. You really do. Just nothing in life comes easy, uh, and nothing in life that's great um, is easy at all. Like if you want something, you have to want it bad enough to put the blinders on and work hard and make it happen. Whether it be sobriety, whether it be creating a business, whether it be becoming a, a, an amazing athlete, mm. like yeah. you're nine to five, we expect you to work hard during nine, you're, you're nine to five during the day. We expect you to work hard on, on whatever it is that you're doing. But those other hours when people are sleeping for eight, nine, 10 hours, like those are hours that can be working. Yeah. Hours. Like Yep, going after what you want. Going after and building the life that you want. Yeah. Does comes with a price. It, it's not easy. And that goes with everything, with sobriety. Even I'm thinking about like workouts. Like my favorite workouts are the ones that make me want to scream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no because pain, like, no game. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, I've talked about here, like the the law of least resistance and everything. How like when you're con when you're tapped into divine, everything should flow and life should feel easy. So for me to hear you say it that way, it's like, like I don't know if it's I agree, but easy. like I do. I get what you're saying. Like it's everything that's like, you know, that's really worth it. That's going to make you feel like even like giving birth like for people that have parents like that people who are parents that's the hardest thing you'll ever go through but look at what you're getting in the end and that's kind of like every process like sometimes you take that pain or that challenge you're experiencing and you're transmuting it into something so much higher so i completely appreciate that advice and we're going to continue another one another one episode oh we didn't even finish this one yet yeah. <laughs> we're signing off now because he's delirious he's ready for a break i worked him hard here but i want to thank him for being here um thank part you for of having this me episode. thank you for sharing your wisdom um, with us you're a very evolved soul i appreciate that and, and i appreciate you guys um, love you and supporting my wife and her, her her dream um and if you're ever in a dark place um please reach out there's always someone there right. is always a way out it may not you may not see yeah. it but i can provide tools to get out of what may seem like the deepest darkest hole yeah. you've ever been it's in. possible so keep your heads up and uh reach out thank you guys for joining love may you guys the thank long you long time sunshine upon you satnam <laughs> <laughs>